Hi, and welcome to the Mouse and More podcast. I'm Chris, and tonight I'm joined by Bridget, Tony, Liza, and our special guest, Stephanie. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. Hi. So we thought tonight what we would do is talk about packing because that's one of the most important things you're going to do when you're planning your Disney vacation is decide what to take, what to leave behind. So I'm going to go around the room and ask everyone, what is your one essential? And I'm going to start with Stephanie because Stephanie's our guest. Uh, So my essential is packing cubes. I use them for every trip. Um, I have a set for myself for my husband and then um for the kids i actually just use gallon size ziploc bag um i just put one outfit per day throw them in the drawers in the room and tell the kids to grab one bag and then they don't have to worry about matching anything they don't have to worry about whether or not they have enough shirts clothes whatever one outfit per day in a ziploc bag right okay so you do a packing cube. I don't understand the packing cubes. I've heard so you, good things about them. Yeah, I have two, but I don't really understand how they work. I so you either. have a cube. So for the for my husband and myself, um, the packing cubes that we use, we just got them from Amazon. I use the Shack Pack. Um, and just the way that they're designed, the tensile strength of the fabric can hold more stuff into a smaller area. So I can fit the la- when I went on a cruise last year, I was able to put seven dresses into a medium sized packing cube. And I have packed a bag like just to test. I packed a bag with everything just kind of loose like I used to. And then I use the packing cubes and it just completely opens up everything. It also keeps it organized. I can put, you know, dresses in one bag, um, shirts and shorts in another bag. I love the packing cubes because if you have to find something really quickly and you know how you open your suitcase and you're digging all around and then all your stuff gets jumbled around with the packing cubes, you just pull the cubes out and then you have a mesh top usually with the packing cubes so you can kind of see inside of it and you don't have all these clothes scattered around unfolded all of a sudden because you're rummaging through your things trying to find something. It's I love the mm-hmm. packing cubes too. Huh. That's really interesting. Because I, yeah, I couldn't never figure out. I was like, well, if you're putting everything in a cube, isn't it going to take up the same amount of space? And it may or That's may not. That's what I wondered. I mean, you can probably fold. You roll the clothes up. That's a technique, too, that they say to do is roll them up. And then That's what I do. Yeah. But if you have, like, everything in cubes, like, in individually zipped bags, if you just got to go, let's, oh, I got to get a shirt real quick. Instead of opening up that suitcase and then everything's in there and then you're rummaging around in it you just have like one cube that you unzip you take the shirt out you re-zip it and it's like already in there if you like so let's say you're in a car or you're like right somewhere you just got to go grab something real quick i mean it's so much easier to find things and even if you undo all of your stuff and if you're somebody that put your things in drawers i mean you could put the cubes in the drawer so your stuff doesn't touch that drawer in there if you if you're bothered by that or even if you put your clothes actually in the drawers you can then put your dirty clothes back into the cubes Hmm. okay that's interesting i don't know i am a fan of packing cubes i've got several sets so i just have to say one thing i have roomed with you what five six seven times Mm -hmm. i've never seen a packing cube Um, in your suitcase i've had packing cubes you don't remember me 
pulling out my packing cubes and being like, look, they're my packing cubes. All I remember is you having like a Sephora size, store sized, uh, you know, thing of makeup. I have to have some eyeshadow palettes, but I'm just saying <laughs> I have the packing cubes. You've seen my packing cubes. I've got pink I'm, ones you know with what? black mesh on the top. Okay, we'll have to do it next time. I'll, I'll look. Maybe I wasn't paying enough attention. No, you You're going to have to show me the beauty of the packing cubes. I will show you the money. You know what? The one thing I've learned, and I never used to do this. When I would travel, I would never unpack my suitcase. And then, you know, like just a few years ago, I started doing that. You know, like obviously I would hang up the dresses, but everything else would stay in the suitcase. But now I unpack, and I think that is the smartest thing to do, mm-hmm. regardless. Like, but leaving it in your suitcase is so dumb. I don't know why I did it that way so many years, other than I was in a hurry to get out to the parks. Yeah, I didn't have time. It does help with the, the mess if you can unpack it. Yeah. I think it does. I unpack as soon as I get there. And then depending on how long the trip is, we repack. And especially for cruises, you don't want to spend your last evening yeah. packing up everything. So we just put all of our stuff throughout the week after we come back at the end of the night. And, you know, we're changing into pajamas. We'll put our dirty clothes in the luggage that we were packing as we go. Or I'll bring um, a pop-up hamper from the dollar store and you know, do laundry. And then as I'm folding the laundry to put it back, I'm repacking as we go. That way I'm not spending the last night before checking out doing all of that. That's why I put it back in the cube. And then you can zip up your cube and put it back. All right. What about you, Tony? What What is your one essential? Uh, pop-up hamper. Oh, there's, yeah. There's Love never it. anywhere to put the dirty clothes. I don't travel with packing cubes. But uh, I do like a place to put my dirties. And, you know, usually most Disney resorts will have a little plastic laundry bag. And uh, that only goes so far. So uh, we make sure to have a a pop-up hamper or two with us when we travel. We also like to uh, do laundry while we're there. So the the pop-up hamper can be used to bring your stuff down to the laundry and and bring it back so that's smart yeah yeah Yeah, that's true i i just started doing that one too like the last couple trips and it makes you know because otherwise the kid's stuff is all over then you feel bad for the housekeeper you're like oh yeah you don't have to touch that um yeah that's a good one okay liza what's your essential um my essential is a portable charger So like the USB chargers, I use the fuel rods. I have a couple of those, but to me, I feel like they don't charge my phone all the way. So I really like to have another portable charger with a cord. Yeah. And I like a longer cord because if you use the fuel rod cords, I mean, you've seen them. They're like, what, an inch, two inches, something like that. Yeah, they're they're really really short. It's really short and a little inconvenient, but I still bring the fuel rods, but I have to have my portable battery charger. Have to. Now, has anyone heard the rumors that they're now charging for the fuel rod stations? Because I know it used to be you buy once and then you switch it out whenever you need to, but I heard that they're now charging for that. Well, they didn't when I was there. Okay. Unless they just started the other day. I was literally just there like, what, a week ago and, and they weren't doing it. I hope not because frankly I wouldn't I wouldn't use them. Well no. I mean and it's it would be really unfortunate because I mean one of the reasons we need fuel rods is because we have to use, you know, my Disney experience on our phone. So I would hope they wouldn't. Where did you hear that? That's crazy. I got one of the Facebook groups, um, and possibly Twitter. 
Oh, geez. Well, then it's yeah. got to be true if it's on the tweet. <laughs> if it's They're on so Twitter, cheap it's to buy, though. True. They are cheap to buy. They're like They're 30 bucks. I, mean, I wonder how the much time. they would... I wonder how much they would charge, though. But the I mean, rumor was $5. Oh, no. No, no, no. Oh, please. No. If they just... charge, I'm done using them, and I'll just continue to recharge the one that I have. That's what I would do. I would never, yeah. ever use them if they charge me $5 to switch it out. I wouldn't even use it. I would never do right. it. Right. No. Because it's already you invested the $30. I mean, you could buy another one for 30 bucks that probably works. Yeah. What holds more charges than just one? The convenience mm. of being able to just switch it out is really what makes it so attractive to use because you can just constantly switch it out. If you're there all the time, it really makes sense yeah. to invest in one. Okay, so I just found something that said, and it's a few months old, but it said they're available everywhere on property. You know, they used to not be available at, at um, Universal, but now you can get them at Universal, but that it's $3 to switch them out there. Can I just tell you, there is not any chance in the world that I would pay 3 bucks to switch a fuel rod out. I wouldn't either. Fuel rod stock um, is plummeting. The charge lasts, what, like Liza said, it, it never charges your phone all the way. So, I mean, seriously, I can go find, I've got a little block um, charger that is like good for like 16 charges. Everybody uses it. You know, you've seen it, Liza. You could go on Amazon and, and get a really good one for 30 yeah. bucks. Yeah, exactly. So, never mind. Okay. Well, we, we digress, but that's okay because we, we all agree on the extra charger thing. I think that's incredibly important. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Bridget. Okay, so mine is kind of airline dependent, but I always bring an extra bag because we fly Southwest. So we get two check bags per person for free. So I always take like an empty duffel bag and um, just to have that extra storage. So when they buy all the junk that they like to buy <laughs> in the gift shops, that we have extra storage for that. And like this year, I actually ended up using that for my dirty clothes. And so I just had one bag for dirty clothes, and I just threw that in the um, the laundry room when we got home, and that it was all there for me to take care of. Um, and then all that extra space in their other luggage, then they could like store the you know six thousand stuffed animals they bought, and you know whatever else came along with it. Um, so, but that's kind of dependent on the airline you're flying. Like I said, we fly Southwest, so we get two check bags for free with Southwest. Um, so since that's airline dependent, I'm also going to say that you should bring um, a downy wrinkle spray with you as well. That's uh -oh. a good thing to have for when your clothes get wrinkled. If you're not using packing cubes like I don't, <laughs> but I guess I should now. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's really good to like just stretch your clothes out and not have to worry about getting the iron out. You just spray it on there and the wrinkles will fall out if you hang it up and like kind of smooth it out a little bit. So that's a good little hack for um, especially the ladies. And maybe now, the gentleman too. Is it okay on any kind of fabric or would it, you know, be a problem on like something like dressier? No, I've used it on like, even like in the morning, like when I'm getting ready for work and stuff. Right. If I pull something out and it's got a bunch of wrinkles in it and I didn't realize I hung it up that way, I'll just kind of spray it out and like, you kind of just smooth it out with your hand after you spray the spray on there and it's fine. Um, I mean, I've used it, I mean, most of my stuff is like... I've used it on cotton and linen. Um, I've used it on a lot of stuff that was fine with. You know, okay. I, I have some dressier stuff. That's actually good to know. I'm I'm going to get some of that. I wonder, do they have like a smaller bottle or is it just... Yeah, find like a travel okay. size. Ooh, yep. okay. Yeah. And I can get that like at Target or something? Target, yep. I was going to say Target has wow. it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'd never even heard of it. I'll send you a picture. 
Okay, thank you. Now, sure. Bridget, yes. if, if you're buying it in the travel size, is does it fit into the TSA requirements for a carry-on? Um, I don't usually bring that stuff in my carry-on, but I'm going to say, yeah, it does off the top of my head, but I can double check. Okay, because I'm like, I'm just doing a weekend trip this time, and so I'm right. only bringing a carry-on. Yeah. I have one here. I'd have to go look at it. I have a small you one. You travel? Yeah. yeah I've got a small one. I'm pretty sure it is under the three ounces rule. It says yeah. three ounces. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, three it's ounces. It's on Amazon. That's actually brilliant. You know what, Liza? We're going to need that in the car when oh. we camp out the oh, night before. Oh, that's right. Well, I've got one. <laughs> I bought one for that. Uh, like what Bridget said, to spray on your clothes. And, you know, I didn't even use it because that's the kind of lazy person I am. You know, I'm a special <laughs> well, you're kind of lazy. never wrinkles. Like, you don't really wear anything that gets wrinkly, I don't think. I just have the attitude, like, if it wrinkles, I mean, I'm in humidity. It'll surely, like, get out, right? Right. I actually probably true. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, it's so funny because like we were trying to figure out like, okay, we're boneheads. We're going to sleep in the car before Galaxy's Edge opens. What are we going to wear? I mean, we're going to look like I don't even know. rolling out of the car at 430 in the morning. We should wear trash bags. <laughs> you should. That's what you <laughs> like. Dark well, you know, we're going to see people we know. We don't want to look like slobs. Will we though? Uh, Will we? Are you going to let Len Testa see you like that? Uh, is no. he going to be there? Do I need to wear my Miss Len Testa shirt? Is that what you're saying? Because, oh you know. Chris, <laughs> we should make some. Like we're like we're in line for the prices, right? But like we're not. You know how they have the contestants on Contestants Row and they always have t-shirts. You're like, I'm yeah. like Miss Len Testa. I'm like, marry me. <laughs> is that what they did on the prices, right? Um, That's a yes. good idea. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't see. I don't see the problem with that, Liza. That's a great idea. Yeah. It's not. You're weird at all. No, I'm like the only nerd here. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. So we've covered like our one essential. What do you? Okay. So you're all travel agents. What do you tell clients? Like, okay. For example, a friend of mine, Chris. She's actually listens to the show, and she is going, like, in about ten days, and. It's supposed to rain the entire time she's there, and she's bringing her grandson, Tide, and, he, you know, they don't want him to get all, you know, wet and uncomfortable. He's only five. What do you recommend for hot weather, but also rainy weather? Go ahead, Bridget. Um, hot weather, I suggest the frog togs. I think Mark talked about them on one of the podcasts. They're the they're like a, a, like a rubbery cloth that you wet, and then he, I think he keeps them in a a big like gallon size Ziploc bag and like carries them in his backpack. But when it's really hot and you put them around your neck, it is the most refreshing thing you will ever have because it actually stays cold. So I would use those for the heat. And then for the wet weather, you got to have a poncho. And I don't use the Disney ponchos because they tear and they're kind of cheaply made. Um, I bought, I think I bought, um, forget what brand it is is it christian is it, your ponchos they, they are <laughs> they have all the c's all over them um no like, i think they're like coleman brand or something okay. but i got them at target and they were like 13 dollars. but for me like for us going as often as we do especially in the summer when it tends to rain in the afternoon it's worth it for us to have you know ponchos that are a little more um well made so um and they're not you know they're 
don't kind of stick to you as much as those other ones do. I feel like the Disney ones are very, um, it's like the, the plastic is so thin, it like kind of conforms to your body. Well, so do those dollar store ones, the cheapos that are like the one and done ponchos. Yeah. Yeah, th- those are, I mean, they're good to use like once, but even sometimes then the rain will get through because there'll mm-hmm. be a hole in it somewhere that you didn't know. Yeah. Um, that's why I like the poncho umbrella combo. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Love poncho umbrella girl. Um, what about you, Tony? Um, I'd like to remind people to uh, layer their clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, right now in the summertime, you're going to wear shorts. But as it starts to get chillier uh, and we approach winter, uh, you know, November, well, maybe December, January, and February, if we've ever gone during those months, uh, you can get some pretty chilly, uh, chilly nights. And uh, that leads to a chilly morning. And uh, we've had days where Cheryl's been in, you know, mittens uh, or, or gloves and a hat and a sweatshirt. And by midday, you know, you're back into short sleeves. You know, you need to remember, in the, especially if you're traveling in the winter, to layer. And uh, if you, even if you're traveling in the summer, always bring a sweater or something. If you're, you know, if you don't like the cold. Uh, and once again, you know, Cheryl and the girls uh, don't really enjoy being in the cold. So, you know, you're. You're outside, it's 90 degrees, and then you go into Mickey's PhilharMagic, and the air conditioner's blasting, and then you get sprayed with water, so you're even chillier. So a sweater a sweater always helps combat that, uh, that coldness. You have to agree. I, I bring a sweater, it doesn't matter. Um, Liza can uh, attest to that. I can. With the queen of the sweaters, yeah. I bring a light jacket, too. Yeah, we're always cold. Yeah. That's a, that's actually good advice. People always say, even in November or December, they'll be like, it's cold. How, how can it be cold in Florida? And we're like, yeah, wait till it gets dark. Liza, what do you tell people about cold weather, hot weather, rainy weather? Well, for the cold weather, like Tony said, layers, gloves is always something that you don't think about. But it is nice to have if you're standing out waiting for a parade. Gosh, your hands can get cold. And like a hat, like a beanie, those, that always helps too to keep you warm. They sell them all at all the gift shops, like the regular black gloves. Like the last time we were there when it was cold, they had big bins of gloves. But you can get them way cheaper if you buy them beforehand or have a pair at home. Just try to remember to bring that. And then... For rainy weather, because I was just there drenched in rain. And I'm going to let you know right now, I'm going to invest. In, I'm going to just bite the bullet for next summer and get some of those shoes like Rachel has. Those Keens. Mark loves the Keens. Mark loves the Keens. It's, I saw some the other day and I thought of Mark. I not know. A, <laughs> I mean, okay, they're not pretty to look at. I will let you know. They're they're like a cage for your feet and your feet are trying to get out. She said they're really comfortable and I need the comfort. And the last time I was there, I had tennis shoes on. It's pouring down rain, so I'm sloshing in these tennis shoes. And then your socks get wet. Even if you change your socks, you put your foot back in, your foot's going to get wet again. And then I put flip-flops on, but then my feet were sliding all around in the flip-flops. So I'm just going to break down and I'm going to get a pair of these shoes and see if I can find some that I like and agree with me. Because that is so important when it rains that your feet are are not just miserable. Because you still have a long way to go. You've got a lot of walking. You could have to walk through ankle deep water if you're in the World Showcase. (sighs) You know, it just happens. So they have a drainage issue. I think that that's what I'm going to try to do. I'll I'll update you guys on what's up. So what about you, Stephanie? So I'm going to be sensitive to part of the audience. I bring body glide mm-hmm. or um, 
not shaper shorts, but there are anti-chafing shorts, especially because I usually like to wear dresses. And yeah, is that like a Spanx? Kind of, but they're they're not they're not shaping. They're just meant to stop friction, Uh so that you know, kind of like lovely thighs that like each other. For those of you who wear shorts, yes, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, (laughs) So (laughs) yeah, they're kind of like bike shorts, right? Yeah, but they don't they don't have like the because oh god, I couldn't imagine wearing like shaper shorts yep. when it's 98 degrees well, and Spanx like have like weird like stuff in it that's almost kind of stiff a little bit so right. that would be really like I would think you would be like starting fire forest fires at that point <laughs> if you're wearing- Body Clyde is really good it's like a deodorant stick and you know, like runners use it you can find it at like a running store or you can get it from Amazon Oh, that makes me feel better if runners have to use it. Can you right, put, exactly. Can you put it, like, on your heels or on your feet so they don't, like, blister, maybe? I don't see why you couldn't, but it depends what type of um, what type of shoe you're wearing. If you're wearing a leather shoe, you might want to test it. Or oh. if you're wearing a canvas shoe that you don't want to get stained. Because I don't know if it stains or not. Huh. Okay. Well, that's interesting. But I know that that's an issue. I've been with someone who had that issue really, really bad on one of the park trips. And I thought that's probably not a fun thing to be, go through. Right. Yeah, it's not. I've, I've had it happen to me. And then um, I ran the half marathon in 2012. And I never thought about it as a woman. Mm-hmm. But I saw some men who had bleeding chests from chafing. God. I mean, how do you get to training for 13 miles and not know that that's going to happen? Okay. See, I don't want to do anything that's going to cause me to bleed. So that just sounds incredibly unpleasant. This is just a personal question because actually I'm a terrible planner as far as my own trips go, but I have this fantasy about packing you know, days in advance. I never do it. I'm always packing the night before or the next morning. When do you guys get your packing done? How does that work? Go ahead, Stephanie. So I usually start like, I don't start packing three weeks before, but I start writing down and I do a list for, you know, there's four of us in my family. So I do a list for all four, what we need. And I make sure that I'm doing it to where I can check it off or cross it off. And that way up to about four or five days in advance, I can keep adding things that way I'm not doing it last minute. And then, um, I probably start packing, packing. Well, we normally go in the fall so I can start packing my kids shorts and stuff about a week in advance because we don't need it in Ohio in the fall. And um, I guess I usually wear dresses and I wear scrubs for work. So I can start packing about a week in advance. But realistically, I'm only packing four or five days in advance. And then because we do fly, I have to make sure that I'm packing carry-on and checked bags. So making sure. And so I have a list for all four of us. And then I'll put, you know, CO next to something that needs to go into the carry-on bag so that we have it. But a lot of mine just comes down to the list. And then once I've got the list done, it only takes me an hour to pack all four of us. Well, I don't pack for my husband, all three of us. Okay. What about you, Liza? 
I used to pack three weeks before I left back in the day and I'd have a list with a checklist and I would go through everything and make sure it was all organized and good. Now I'm lucky if I pack the night before because it's just with the kids, all of that. But I would really like to do it a week before because I think that that's a really good time to start doing it. If you can just do it like a week out and just start getting your stuff together, depending on what time of year you go. If you go summertime, you pretty much know what you got to bring. I mean, it's going to be hot. The end. That's it. If you go in the wintertime, you got to pack more and you really have to think about it a lot more because you never know with Florida weather if it's going to be freezing, if it's going to be hot. I mean, it could be 90 degrees in December. It could be never get to 50 in November. I mean, it's all over the map. So check the forecast, but always remember, it can look like it's going to rain every single day. You can go and the forecast totally changes when you're there. And so it's hard to predict that kind of a thing. So just always be prepared. With Disney, it's it's better to be more prepared than underprepared, I think. I think so, too. Tony? Well, in, in our family, there's there's two packers. One of them is Cheryl, and she will pack for herself and the girls, and then I pack my own stuff. Uh, my stuff, I will pack probably about three days ahead of time. Cheryl will start her list. Uh, let's see, it's uh, uh, August. We are cruising in January, which means in a few, well, in about a month when her summer clothes go away, she will take out a small basket and put some of her summer stuff in there for the cruise that we're taking. Uh, so she will, she will pack depending upon what seasonal stuff we're ending summer and she's going to need some of that stuff. So she's not going to put it away and then take it out in a couple months. So she'll technically start packing two or three months ahead of, uh, ahead of uh, our trip based on wow. the season changing. Yeah. That's smart she's, though. She's yeah. a little crazy. I'll, I'll wait until the last minute. And then, uh, you know, three days before I can't find my bathing suit because it's in the crawl space in a bin somewhere. Well, and it's so tiny, too. Well, you know, that's when I wear a bathing suit. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, it's not sandals. It's uh, it's Disney, so I have to wear one. Yeah, exactly. Aww. Okay, Bridget? Um, I guess I usually start packing. It, it, it kind of depends on what's going on. Last couple of years, we've had family here right before we've left, so um, it made it a little more difficult. But typically, like, I'll start about four maybe four or five days ahead of time and I in the past I've packed me and the kids and like Tony like me and Mark packs himself um however probably like this year was like the first year that I wrote out lists for the kids and I handed them the list and I said go pack and they did I mean I had to go in and you know kind of assess the situation but they both did a really good job Katie had maybe like two weeks worth of underwear, which, okay, we just, you know, purge some of that. But for the most part, now the kids kind of are taking a little bit of ownership with it, which is nice. Um, and then, you know, but typically I'll start packing maybe like four days ahead of time and I'll just start throwing stuff in the suitcase. And then usually the night before it's a scramble to get everything organized. And then I end up throwing in stuff that I don't need. So as, as, much as I'm like planning ahead of time with lists and stuff, it still ends up being, you know, a show because yeah. we always end up bringing more than we need anyway. But I feel like in the summer, you kind of have to because if you don't have laundry and you're like sweating through clothes because it's so right. hot, you do need extra. So I, I agree. It, we always do laundry whenever we go because if we stay at Art of Animation, 
the laundry is so convenient to the suites at the at least they're mm-hmm. convenient. Um, so we always do our laundry there, but even then I overpack and even just like personal items like shampoo and stuff like that. I, I act like I'm going out into the woods and I'm not coming back for a month. So we, we overpack, but, and I'm terribly disorganized. I, I'm trying to get better about it, but I'll be packing at like two in the morning, you know, sometimes. So that's, that's, you know what? I've done that my whole life now that I think about it. That's a shame. Anyway, I'm just like, well, no, I I was just remembering like being like, you know, 18 and, and packing my, my army gear to go out to the field like at two in the morning um, and people being like, what's wrong with you? And those are pink socks, you know, cause they don't match your uniform. Anyway, that's a long story. Uh, but I need to get better about it because then, you know, I'll bring like 20 and Liza can, can, you know, she knows this is true. I'll bring like 20 dresses. Oh my gosh. It's like a costume change all day. Uh, oh, uh, I need I more hangers. Makeup. I know. Yeah. I need more hangers, guys. Do you have hangers? Can I borrow your hangers? I'm like, I get one hanger. That's all you need, skinny. I got one hanger. Yeah, that's how you're skinny. It doesn't matter. Like, it's really? your little tiny dress. I have one. That's cool. I'll just uh, yeah. spray some downy wrinkle release. Yeah. Well, but you you tend to you're very fortunate in that you tend to pack stuff um, that doesn't wrinkle. Like you, I don't know. You're I pack just really like, light though. I'll bring yeah, like one. Really book light. I'll bring a backpack. Yeah, and you like, you like really simple like um, yeah. silhouette clothes. So yeah, you don't need those hangers, lady. No, so. no, I don't get a hanger. That's cool. Yeah, we always call down for more hangers. It's actually embarrassing. And so. blanket. <laughs> Blankets, yeah. Um, but I'm so looking forward to Galaxy's Edge, just so you know. Mm-hmm. Um, can't wait. Anyway, um, okay. So, Stephanie, you had a new thing that you had discovered that you wanted to share. I am kind of excited about it, and it's kind of sad, but, um, you know, we bring – we usually get the dining plan. Um, and so we have those mugs and every morning or every night I'm trying to figure out like, how hot can I get the water? I don't normally bring soap with me because I don't want the soap yeah. to bust in my luggage. I, and so, or I'm using like the hot water tab that you can use for hot tea. And mm-hmm. I'm not the most graceful person in the world. So I'm usually burning myself trying to clean out these mugs every morning. And, um, so I just saw this thing where you get like just dollar store sponges and you cut them up in fourths and you get enough for your stay. You put them in a Ziploc bag. You put the dish soap in there, kind of let them let the dish soap soak in. And then you pack that and you pull out one little mini sponge for every like every evening. Just do a quick wash of the reusable mugs. They're clean to go in the morning or if you, you know, want to take a walk in the middle of the night and get some, you know, soda or coffee whatever and you can just throw away the sponge and then you're you're not carrying around soap to you know that that might explode in your luggage um i know when we sit at the art of animation suites they they had stuff there for us to wash whatever we you know might need to um but if you're staying somewhere um you don't have that. I just thought that was such a, like a neat idea. And I had never, never would have thought of that in a million years. That's actually really smart. Cause I, we've run into that too. And even if you are in the suites, I just feel like, you know, 
um, that sounds so much more convenient to just take something out, scrub it, and then throw it out. Right. You know, yeah, no, that's actually really smart. Uh, one of the things that Rachel, who's not on the show tonight, talked about, and, and I will confess, we actually recorded the show, what, about six months ago, but the audio was off and we had Rachel on. And one of the things Rachel talked about was cross packing, which I did when we went to Europe because I was so panicked that I was going to lose my stuff, right? So the idea of cross packing is say you have three people and three suitcases and you put some of your stuff in each one of them. That way, if one of the suitcases is lost, you don't have to scramble and find all new stuff. That's kind of brilliant. I would totally recommend that. And, you know, the only bad part about it was that when, when we got to Paris, you know, we were in a situation where there were two different bedrooms in the little apartment we were in. And so, like, you're running around going, hey, where's my underwear? And it's in the kids' room or whatever, vice versa. But I think just for peace of mind, I felt a lot better knowing that all of our suitcases were kind of mixed up a little bit. Now, see, that's where packing cubes could come in handy because you could each put, like, you could get different color. They come in, like, eight or nine different colors on Amazon. Right. And you could have a blue cube. Your daughter could have a purple one. You know, one of your sons could have a black one, a red one. Your husband could have a green one. And then that way you just know that Chris's stuff is in the blue cube in this suitcase. And it just makes it so easy. Okay. The kind that I got really inexpensive and there's all these different sizes and they held up they hold up so well there's some brands that are kind of flimsy though but i can tell you which ones are good i will buy some because we we want to do a cruise next summer and um you know and tony can tell you this it is so important to pack you know well for a cruise because you don't have that much space so and you're certainly not you know, getting off the ship and going to Target because you need something <laughs> if you forget it. So, Tony, do you have any specific packing tips for cruising? Well, I know when the girls were young, we uh, we would put an outfit for each of the girls in like a one-gallon Ziploc bag. Okay. Uh, of course, they were smaller. Uh, you know, they were, they were toddlers back then. And uh, that really helped because you didn't really need to sort the outfits. Everything was in its own little bag. Um. Once again, we will bring a uh, a hamper, you know, uh, that's kind of a standard thing and keep it in the closet. Uh, we will bring a shoe organizer. Uh, Disney used to let you hang them over the doors to like the bathroom, uh, but they started, uh, uh, you know, damaging the doors. So they don't let you do that anymore. But we have found that a wooden dowel and some ribbon uh, and you can actually hang that on the back of the door or on the towel rack. And having that organizer is nice because it lets you just put a bunch of stuff in there, you know, right? Uh, nail clippers, uh, nail polish remover, brushes, hair ties, and it it really keeps the little things up off the counter and and has a place for everything. Um, so that those are you know what we'll do for cruising. Um, I don't believe in cross packing because I don't want my stuff touching anyone else's stuff. I'm just you know I'm OCD like that. Um, <laughs> So I, I don't like my pack. shoes to touch other people's shoes. Right. Well, their you know, shoes could be yucky. Even I mean, you know, our shoes will wrap in uh, plastic bags, you know, from the supermarket, uh, just to keep, uh, you know, shoes. Uh, I don't want to say keep the shoes clean, but I guess keep the keep the clothes clean. Yeah, um, I, I see what you're saying there. Yeah. Um, and we'll try to put as many shoes into one suitcase as we can, uh, but 
yeah, you know, even even though Disney's got staterooms that are twenty five percent larger on average, um, you know, storage is still tight, and trying to put a family of four and and store stuff, um, you know, I'll I'll take the sacrifice a lot of times and almost you know live out of the suitcase for the week, and uh, you know try to try to leave the drawers for the girls. I found that that was hard when we were on the ship. Is where did I put all my shoes? So the kids had like two, because we actually had two staterooms because we have a family of five and we would get like an inside cabin, like two inside cabins connecting. And um, the kids would have their little tiny shoes and then mom's shoes would be everywhere. So let me ask you about this, Tony. Um, What about power strips? Like, Like the surge protector ones with all like the different places to plug in things. Do you feel like the need to bring that? Or do they can't, have it? Can't bring, can't bring it with you. It'll be confiscated. Oh, okay. Really? So there's nothing that you can do inside the stateroom to... Are there no, enough outlets, do you think, there? Or chargers? There no. are. And they're starting to do things like, um, you know, clocks with USB outlets on them. Mm, uh, okay. You know, you, you can get the plug-in, uh, you know, USB kind of outlets that have multiple... Yeah, I have one that has like five USB holes in them. Um, but there's, there, you know, we're a family of four. That means we've got, you know, four devices plus a tablet, uh, plus a laptop. And, and we had no problem keeping stuff plugged in and charged and, and ready to go. Okay. That's good to know. Tony, I have a question about the, um, DCL staterooms. Um, do you know, I, I want to know before I make the investment, but I've heard about people getting magnetic hooks to kind of hang things up on the doors and some of the walls because the the doors and some of the walls are magnetic or are metal do they take those down do you know i know there's you know people like to do magnets on their front door to decorate um that kind of becomes a hassle uh, because that can scratch the paint um depending upon the magnet Uh, we've not we've not used uh magnets in the room um so i i can't really talk to that uh, the the I know the outside of the doors to the bathrooms are steel. So, but I've never tried to stick a magnet on there. That's that's a darn good question. Maybe you know, we if, took a carnival cruise and we used magnets um, to hold up papers for our excursions and stuff. But that was just paper, and it was kind of a trial run for me. So I'm wondering, they you know they have hooks that are magnetic and they're pretty strong and you could use that to use the vertical space instead of the floor space but i don't want to do something that they're going to take down and then i'm stuck with all this crap on the floor i mean i i would still advocate for the uh you know shoe organizer um we've done that and i'm gonna need you to send me pictures of your of the dowel with the ribbon because yeah, that was life-saving. Uh, yeah, in- and, and you, you can also take them and, and take that organizer and use one of, like, the pant hangers that have the little clips on them and just mm-hmm. hang, hang that hang that in your closet. Oh, that's a good idea. Cause I did this my first time going to Disney World, and it was just the two of us. So, thankfully, I made the mistake before we had kids. There are so many packing lists. And, in fact, I was going to make one, but there's just so many out there. It's like trying to reinvent the wheel, but they have some really stupid stuff on there that I will never in a million years need. And so I would just say avoid overpacking, like really look at a packing list and think, am I really going to need that? Um, 
you know, yeah. they have like, there'll be 17 lines of stuff for cameras. I, it's that's oh, too yeah. awesome. I get the memory maker. Like, yeah. It's so not worth it. And, um, I just overpack clothes. That's my issue. I don't overpack anything else except my clothes. <laughs> Yeah, same here. Because I'm like, well, what if I don't want to wear that one day? I, I must all. say, I must say the two things that we bring on all of our trips with us: um, a small thing, a laundry detergent. You know, a lot of times they have these little uh, dryer sheets that have detergent built into them, or these laundry pods. Now, if I can keep the kids from eating them, uh, <laughs> you know, we'll 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 bring the laund- the Tide pods with us, uh, so that we can do laundry at the resorts. Because who wants to pay? you know, Disney prices to do, uh, to buy laundry soap. Um, the other thing is, uh, we will bring Ziploc bags with us in, in varying sizes, uh, from a gallon size to like a sandwich size, because who knows when you're going to buy that caramel apple that you're not going to want to finish and you want to zip it up into a, a bag to keep it fresh. Um, maybe you have a wet bathing suit or something that, you know, you're, you're traveling later that day, throw it into a Ziploc bag. Um, we'll also Ziploc all of our, uh, hair care products that we keep in our, our bags when we travel, just in case the, uh, pressure, uh, we had, we had a shampoo bottle, I think it was explode on us once. And, uh, you know, we learned kind of the hard way that, uh, anything that's not bagged and contained is going to get all over everything. So, uh, we keep stuff in, in plastic bags now when we travel, I, I know it sounds a, a little ridiculous but uh no, live and been. live and learn mm-hmm. i've had nail polish come unscrewed and then it's all over my like my toiletry bag yeah i do the plastic bags too all right thanks for all the tips guys i want to thank everyone for listening if you like you can follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and of course we're sponsored by main street and more travel come on over we'd love to help you with any travel plans you have in the future and our services are absolutely free mainstreetandmoretravel.com thanks bye bye bye, bye. happy okay. packing